Bro, I've just pressed record. We are live. What's happening, bro? We are live. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> I said we are live. Yeah, how, so. how are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. Are you? Yeah, man. See, I'm talking to you like I just haven't driven here with you. We haven't been talking for the past yeah, two I know, hours. I know. How are you, bro? I'm all right, bro. What's going on? Not a lot, bro. Not Maybe we lot. should do this when we don't see each other and then we can actually sit down and I press record. I think that would be a good idea. You, but you take so long to set stuff up. Listen, right, right. <laughs> Can we not? St- let's start again. Hey, Amy, we're live. How are you, bro? I'm so good, bro. What's oh happening? God, I'm so tired. I know you always look so tired as well. I am. My back's gone again. I yeah, think. old age, isn't it, bro? It is. It really is. So anyway, we're here. Another week's gone by. Another weekend's gone by. What have you been up to? What has the wonderful, amazing Imran Ahmed been up to this week? <laughs> Give us a little rundown, please. Branding. Well, I, I meant more than a word. Oh, that's pretty much it, man. Just branding. That's it. Design, typography, brand. Trying to work out how to hit certain markets in certain ways. Trying to understand demographics. That's it. You're trying, trying to look at that. proportions. Trying to look at color. Usual design stuff. Nothing really. Um, nothing really to. You make it sound so interesting. You know, if it's anyone really was listening, not, thinking uh, of getting into design and branding, they'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh do you know what it is? Okay. Really tough, man. It's huh? really hard." It's really hard. Yeah, genuinely. I imagine. Because it's always, you always look at it like your next piece of work has to be better than the last one. I like the way I say, I, I can imagine. Like, I don't see you struggling with this shit day in, day out when yeah. you've got, uh, what's it, mental blocks and creative blocks. And, yeah, it's hard. And the stress of doing that. And I'm like, it's hard. Bro, it's fine. <laughs> it's good. And it really annoys me, you know that. Why? Because you're just there. Like, you should have finished your sentence there you should have finished (laughs) right you know it really annoys me why because you're just there (laughs) (laughs) just finish there just because you're there right it's fine just do a bit of this and a bit of that it'll be fine you know what it's like it's just so hard man honestly but you say everyone's creative yeah if i give input why does it make you so angry yeah, because you give me input, right? You know when you, you know when you give me input, <laughs> you give me input at a point where it's too late. It's never too. You tell it's me all too the time. Late it's never too late because you you come and the input you give me is just <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know where to start with your input, bro. It's like you know when somebody comes sits next to you and says, "Make it green." And you're like, "Oh man, come on." Oh, I like green. Why don't you make it green? That's your input. No, it's not. It's not creative input. What's I your creative say, input? Bro, oh, have you... get a circle, get another circle, put them together, and there you go, bruv. That's your input. You make that is literally your really? input. Why don't you get a circle and then put that circle, put them together? That's your logo, isn't it, bruv? I'm like, oh man, serious. It's not even about your logo. No, I'm just saying. Sometimes you design stuff, or this stuff being designed. Have... Yeah created yeah and it looks amazing thanks man. it looks sick yeah thanks. like sick sick yeah thanks. like compared to, especially when it's rebrand stuff yeah thanks yeah and yeah. you've come up with yeah. stuff and I'm you've seen what hit now go on hit no me. no no and you've seen what they had and this is what i say to you all the time and i don't get it i'm like bro look at what they had and look at what you guys have just come up with it's sick it looks it's crazy good yeah uh, no i can't uh, 
It's okay. Ah, come, mm, I'm not happy with it. I, I want to redo it. I don't right? talk like that. I don't talk like that. <laughs> bro, bro, you know, in my head, I, <laughs> I've got, you know that people talk to me in normal ways, but I've got voices for everyone in my head. Oh, is that yeah. my voice in your head? So oh, in my, my head. Days. Like, all right, like, Riz's voice is <laughs> <laughs> like DMX just talking to yeah, me. Riz is DMX, isn't it? He's the Asian DMX. And yeah, like yeah, I just hear <laughs> women. Women all have the same voice to me. No, I shouldn't say that. It's proper sexist, <laughs> but they do. Yeah, well, can you not do it, please? Because I don't want to hear your woman voice, please. Why? Well, I want to hear your woman voice. I oh, go on in. No, no, no. I'm there not, you go. I'm go not, on. I'm not sexist. I've Get got mad system. respect for women. I've got yeah, I'm not crazy saying you don't. respect for women. But yeah. And do you know what's changed that? Is having a daughter. Oh, inshallah. We're going to go in there now. Having a, No, having a daughter <laughs> changed my life, bro. It changes everybody's life, right? Anyone that has a daughter, any man that has a daughter understands the value of women. No, you know what's changed my life? I didn't realise how sexist I was until I spoke to my daughter about career stuff. And, she's, and I realised how much I'm talking to my boys about it and how much I'm encouraging them. Do you know what? be entrepreneurial chase your dreams do this do this do this and I don't know why I was never having those conversations with my daughter yeah it's really important because my thought was always, oh what are you interested in baby oh I love animals and I want to become a vet and I want to do this or you want to become okay sweetie oh that's cool you do that and it's really only important. huh it's really important yeah but it's only that day when we walk past the building site and she just asked me daddy can women work on here and I was like, of course they can, baby. And she goes, but why do you never see women on building sites? And I was like, baby, there are female builders. And I was like, babe, if you want, you could own the construction company and have all these people working for you and then employ men and women and all this stuff. And that's the day I realized, shit, I don't talk to my daughter about this stuff. And I'm yeah. not raising her up to be some crazy female entrepreneur. We should be. I know. I've started. Everybody should be. I've started, bro. I've started. Good. Better late than never. No, no, as it's you really say important. to me all the time. Yeah, it's a really important topic. But anyway, let's get back to that. Yeah, that's a, we should have a separate um, podcast on uh, female CEOs, founders, and just women who are inspirational in the business, especially Muslim women, maybe. Yeah, I think that's I, interesting because if you're a man and you can identify <clears throat> women and talk about the women that inspire you you as a man start having a conversation about fixing something that we need to fix that women don't need to fix so i think it's yeah, a good idea i think that's great because i see this all the time on women and yeah. it bugs me because i see it on, on uh, sorry not about <laughs> not i see stuff on women that bugs me i see this topic about how women like on especially on linkedin mm. like how men approach women <clears throat> inappropriate stuff they say and then they've got these weird things out there about teaching men to be good men or you know doing things the decent way the right way but that's mm. just and it annoys me because i'm thinking surely it's just normal it's not making you a good guy if you don't harass a woman on linkedin because you think she's fit it doesn't make you a good guy for not whistling at a bird on the street it doesn't make you a good guy for not patting a woman on the bum yeah, that makes then, you normal yeah that makes you a uh, yeah in my mind, that's a normal guy. A normal guy don't do that stuff. I agree. It's guys that have got some kind of problem in their head of the way they view women that go on and then harass and demean yeah. and behave like this. But anyway, that's a different podcast altogether. So I want to get back to your design stuff. Right. What have, what 
is interesting you in the world of design at the moment, bro? What, what, what? <laughs> oh man. Um, what is interesting me in the design world at the moment? So many things. I'm kind of giving you a lead into the whole that new Islamic app you're kind of got under your belt and you're designing for, so that it's for the <laughs> Muslim market. It's a little segue yeah. lead. Seg- was that your segue? Yeah, that was sick. That's so well. That was so well threaded together. Brilliant. Oh, you need to start being nice to me because otherwise this is just going to be the Imi and Imi. Oh. <laughs> The Imi and Imi podcast. <laughs> Imi and Imi podcast. Talk to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most of the time I feel like I do. So, yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad Bro, idea. I hope people are listening and feel sorry for me. Like, man, that guy just takes <laughs> shot after shot at Nats. <laughs> do you know what we've forgotten? Oh, <clears throat> shit. Do you know what we've forgotten? No, don't please don't do it, bro. Do you know what we've forgotten? No, I haven't forgotten. I'm av- actively avoiding. <clears throat> Intro, bro. Did yeah, you prepare actually. something? I think you had a Jay-Z thing. No, I, you, you reached you were supposed out to, to your boy Jay-Z. And yeah, he, you were supposed to play he, it at the beginning done. of every podcast, innit? Okay. You're well, supposed to like edit that in, but you don't want to edit it in. So because this is raw and unedited, bro. I know, it always is raw and you unedited. You keep moving away from what is the basis of our podcast, which is raw and un- unedited. Yeah. yeah, that's what people want to hear. People can hear it, yeah. They can well, absolutely hear it. So let's just. So you're gonna play it. Just do a quick intro. I don't know what the thing is. I haven't got it. I think I've actually deleted it from my phone. You're tuned into the podcast of me and my Emmy. He's Emmy. He's the guy who knows about brand. He is the Emmy. He's the Emmy. All you need in the world of brand is that Emmy. Can you stop now? Can we press pause? Can I press pause at any point with you? He's the man, Emmy. You would practice. Welcome that over to the, the podcast of Imi and Nas. You were practicing, practicing that over the weekend, right? Huh? You were practicing that. Actually, over the it just came to me when you were singing a song earlier about oh, me and my girlfriend. Okay, about you and your girlfriend. Bro, stop that. <laughs> what, you, what you just said. Keep it halal. We're talking about Islamic branding today. Oh, that's the topic today Islamic <laughs> branding. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah, Islamic branding. What is it? Bro, we need a little bit more. I'm, right, I'm asking you, Imi. So we've been approached. So there's this new app that's launching right. and it's an app trying to target the Muslim market. Yeah. yeah. So obviously they need Islamic branding and Islamic branding is one of the services we offer. See so yeah, how my voice changed. I'm yeah. Serious professional. So all, yeah, you don't need to. Right. Yeah, I know, but I can't help it. Bro. Um, so what is Islamic branding? Yeah, it's a really hard question to answer. So this is i don't want this to go back to me being just telling you what islamic branding is because i think islamic branding is i I think think, for a definition i would i would like you just not just me whoever is you know what there's no there's no real defined definition for islamic branding but what is islamic branding when we talk about it's so complicated what is it like in its similar the perception okay the perception of islamic branding to me i've got a very different okay so what's the perception and then what do you see what do you how would you define it i'm trying to um, <laughs> I'm trying to, bro. Islamic branding, in from the perception of what people say and do, or, or the the generality is that you're branding a service or a company towards Muslims, right? Generally speaking, so when you hear Islamic branding, you think, okay, so I'm Nike. I want to attract Muslims. Mm. How do I do that? How do I how do I adjust my brand and tweak it in order to be able to attract Muslims? 
or to Islam, appeal to yeah to Muslims. attract Muslims right. to appeal to Muslims attract Muslims okay um, that's Islam essentially okay. that's what Islamic branding is deemed to be okay but it, you there's no real definition I don't think there is I've read some books on it I've spoken to people about it always learning about people's perceptions on it mm. but I've realized there's no real definition for Islamic branding but then what makes something like what is Islam branding like you, uh, you so said look, the other you, day something about Sharia so look, you got yeah. I mean, it's really hard because there's so many different ways that there's, you can cut this cloth. Okay, well you so, gotta make it easy, bro, because I'm trying to sell this stuff. Yeah, you can't. You can't, <laughs> you can't make it easy. You want to attract Muslims? How do you attract Muslims? Right. So that, how there's there's marketing involved, there's branding involved. So it's Islamic branding and marketing are kind of intertwined. So Islamic branding is. It's so, oh man, how do I explain this? Islamic branding, if you're starting a company from fresh and you're doing Islamic branding you and you want to, you've got a company that's specifically geared towards getting Muslims. Right. Right. So you've got a company and my company is specifically for Muslims mm. and there's 1.6 billion of them, right? So mm-hmm. I want to only attract Muslims. So like you, a quarter of the world population. Yeah, a quarter of the world population. So now I have to look at my company, what it stands for, so on and so forth, mm. right? So I'm standing for X, Y, and Z. I have Islamic principles. I believe in um, modesty. A good one, modest way. Okay, yeah. Because it's probably the most common, mm, right? That's an easy one yeah, kind of it's kind of yeah, it's quite common. So you've got companies like Uniqlo, um, H and M, and all of these people. They're doing modest way, mm. so they want to get to the Muslim market so they deploy Muslim Islamic marketing or Islamic branding or Islamic kind of ethos yeah but what is that like you're saying they yeah, deploy this it, is but where what it is. is it but so modesty what, so what, things how that are does in it line, fit into the, the things that are in line yeah branding. things that are in line with is, Islam in, okay. in the general consensus of Islam right with regards to modesty specifically so long clothes uh, loose wear Nothing too tight-fitting Things that fit within the Islamic um, Morality of things Okay Right, so women should wear loose clothing um, Men should wear loose cl- loose clothing as well mm. um, So you're creating something that fits a particular demographic And in that, you hope that they're going to come and purchase from your store Whether you're Uniqlo or whoever okay. um, And then you're identifying Muslim faces that go with that So you'll do your the models will be with hijabs on yeah. and loose clothing. Whereas they could just have that loose clothing without a hijab and then it will appeal as just loose clothing. Okay. But as soon as you put a hijab on it, the association is that this is really kind of guiding towards Muslims should come and buy this. So that's an easy one to kind of do. And I yeah. think it's quite a safe one when you're talking about clothes. But yeah. then you've got things like, okay, first off, I know I'm, Moving all over, but my yeah, brain's trying to figure this out. Yeah, so okay. I. I think there's two separate things here. So there's one which are Muslim companies or Muslim-owned companies mm. that have to appeal to a Muslim market, which need Islamic branding, which are respectful of that company because they're directly in line or doing something related to Muslim Muslim market. So that Islamic branding has to be done in a way that's Sharia compliant. Am I right in saying that? No, I mean, 
doesn't have to be sure you're complying. No, it, it no. depends what it is, right? I mean, if it's food, then yeah, of course, it has to be compliant. Okay. Halal. Right. Right. But if it's something else that isn't kind of legislated by Sharia, but fits inside the Islamic world and there's no fit, like exact legislation for it, then it doesn't have to be Sharia compliant because okay. there's no single Sharia council of the world, right? Right. Um, and there's differing opinions on different things and so on and so forth. Yeah. Arabic word ikhtilaf everywhere, right? So the, the differing of opinions. Um, so you can't really turn around and say that it's one thing. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be Sharia compliant. Okay. Because it's so dependent on what it is. In food, absolutely. Modest way, absolutely. But then there's other things. Okay. So it's just an understanding of the Islamic values and morals and principles. Yeah. And if you have some knowledge of that, you can then, like, for example, Nestle. I think Nestle has been quoted as being the best example of a company that is branding to Muslims at the moment. At the moment. Yeah. Even because they've they identified their, like, 50% of their future market yeah. is going to yeah. be Muslim. Yeah. Right. So th- th- at the moment, I think it was Oglibi or someone that did a study yeah. and they're the ones that turned around and said that at the moment Nestle are the, the shining example of how Islamic branding should be done. But I think what they're doing is just um, they understand the values, the principles, not just globally, because like we said last time, Islam's so vast and it differs from region to region, place yeah. to place. But understanding how that Islam is interpreted in that region and in that area and then to that demographic. Because even here in the UK, you know, to the the younger generation or these, what are they called? Millennials? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a certain way you can talk to them and have a conversation with them that you can't do with the older generation. Like with the, the what are they called? The, the ones that came here first. Generation X. No, no, the, the like the the our parents who were immigrants. Generation one, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're our the first generation. We're, we're the first generation British born. And yeah. And then they, like now you've the got the second, third generation British born. Yeah. yeah. So the way we can talk to these young ones, and then probably the way that conversation would happen with our type of generation, and the gen the conversation that would happen with the first wave generation, the immigrants that came over here, is different. So. But there's a language difference, isn't it? I mean, when when, but when, they're still all Muslims, you know. Yeah, when they came when they came over, um, it was a very different. It's very different <laughs> because they came over economically, right? So they didn't come over with their religion, so to speak. They didn't come over as, um, they didn't come over in an environment where they decided that. You know, we're going to have mosques. But it kind of developed over. Well, also period. they were the first As Muslims we here. Well, among the first yeah, Muslims, yeah. The, I first. mean, or, you, know. Or, you know, in mass. Yeah, in mass. mass. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so then, at that time, there was no speaking the language or talking to them at all. But now, because it's such a large population or demographic, yeah, in most, in many countries, yeah, especially major cities, hmm. that it's in. I think it's important to kind of target it because if you look at the spending power just in food and drink, what is it, 2.4 trillion globally that Muslims spend on food and drink? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's a crazy amount of money. It's more than that. But you don't Way see really, but maybe that's why you don't see a lot of 
Islamic branding or marketing towards Muslims because it's so hard to define. I mean, you struggle with, I, I know you know what it is and we know how to do it, but how do you then have this conversation with people who don't know about Islamic branding and explain to them what it is and how you can't, the do's and don'ts and... It's about understanding Islam, I guess. And it's understanding the opinions of Islam. So you're and understanding Muslims more yeah. so than understanding Islam is I understanding so, Muslims. Yeah, that's because yeah, that's that's your hardest. That's the hardest um, thing to do. Um, in the UK, is for us, it's pretty simple because we're here, so we understand it. We've grown up here. We've kind of influenced the direction in which you know in which things go mm. from our generation onwards. Um, so we we have a better understanding of it. So defining it is is very difficult if you're taking it on a broader spectrum of the world okay so let's just talk about UK so then. if you're taking it as so to UK, UK in the UK you have to look at spending habits you have to look at the way like I was going back to before was if you're starting up a company and you're starting it up with Islamic ideals the interesting thing about it is the world the way the world is shaped now and the way startups are shaped Islamic branding is not is not very different it's not it's not as um it's not very difficult for people to understand right. if you're doing a startup company nowadays because nowadays startup companies have you've got to have this particular ethic and this particular ethos and so on and so forth and if you look at a lot of companies their ethos and their ethics and the way they're supposed to treat people and everything else in within a company mm -hmm. are all very islamically aligned knowingly or unknowingly right right um, this society is very Islamically aligned, <clears throat> knowingly or unknowingly. Welfare states, Islamic creations, algorithms, Islamic creations, um, Muslim creations. So we're all aligned Islamically. Right. We just don't know about it. Right. Okay. So we've got a system in a country where it's all kind of familiar when you're a Muslim. It just makes sense. So when you've got companies that are doing certain things, you can easily access Muslim markets if you're pushing out your ethics because Islamic markets are very in tune with doing something good. Okay. Right. So if you've got a company and you're try you you give to charity or you have a, a, a social responsibility that you want to push, pushing those things out into the Muslim community would give you a better chance of selling in that community. Right. Because with the uh, Muslims are the largest givers in charity in the whole of the country. Okay. There's one demographic. So their values, if you can understand their values, mm. then it's easy for you to push out to them. So when you're starting up a new company and your values are really in tune with being socially responsible, you easily market towards Muslims. And it could be any company. You could be selling crisps. You could be selling... Um, any literally anything so this is a thing isn't it then islamic marketing and not islamic branding no they're two separate things yes yeah, so because marketing is something but your brand has a value you've got values that you push out in your marketing right. and your marketing but then if you're just a brand like coca-cola or something it's not an islamic brand so then you'd surely just yes. need islamic marketing no you'd need marketing right but there's certain things about your brand that you probably have to identify in in your marketing for okay. example, all right, I'll give you an example. Yes, please. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola um, donate towards schools or they create 
hospitals or they make certain donations. Yeah. I'm using the charity one because it's a really easy way to do mm. it. And so they do all of this good stuff that they do. I'm sure there's loads of bad stuff they do, like rot your teeth and everything else yeah. as well. Right? But they do I certain... Just ask Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Five billion of their share price. <laughs> so four, four billion, yeah. Four, 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 four yeah. billion. So... But just they by do moving two bottles of coke away. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the power of personal brand, right? Yeah, that's power of personal yeah. brand. Um, so they they do something really good, and then they're selling Coca Cola on the other side to to the world. Now, if they wanted to narrow it down and say, look, we only want to sell to Muslims. Yeah. Now, saying buy Coca Cola, buy Coca Cola, and you've got all music associated to it and everything else as well, is not going to cut it. It's not going to do it as well is as though if you were to turn around and say look coca-cola does this really good in this country coca-cola gives back coca-cola does x y and z um join the coca-cola revolution kind of thing um muslims will be more in tune to that because we're naturally inclined towards social initiatives as a people but does it have to then be islamic branding couldn't it just be appealing to the uh like wherever you're trying to sell so if it's malaysia or if it's pakistan or if it's uh, the uk just that demographic you're trying to appeal to maybe race wise so you just get a couple of brown actor faces if you're in india yeah but you that's big... your that's your marketing anyway right. all you're doing is just replacing um john with abdul right right so that's that's anyway and, people, and you've got to constantly do that yeah but that's not you're not you're pushing out a visual part of your brand but if you're specifically trying to go, um, if you're specifically trying to get something in, um, see, I look at it at times of world. like, like for example, holiday periods, yeah, where I think loads of companies are massively missing out on Eid, for example, yeah, and not just Eid because you see it in Tesco and I think a couple of other supermarkets yeah. do it, but Tesco is the only one I've actually seen them putting stuff up everywhere. Uh, I'm sure there are other Sainsbury's probably, yeah, Sainsbury's well. and Morrison do it, <coughs> John Lewis. Yeah, they've well. done it this year. Something. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a little thing. And it, like Tesco, you go in, it's always just a little sign pointing to Eid Mubarak, you know, dates, yeah. hair. Like, or Ramadan, Mubarak, yeah. Kareem, and dates, Yeah, hair. because that's a sales drive. Nothing to do with your branding. Yeah. Uh, but I just think even that, it's like, if you think about it, there's like a month of Ramadan. And the whole mm. thing is about opening our fast. At the end of the day, so it's all food-driven. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all that opportunity missed. And then considering Eid is the festival of the feast yeah like like we'll eat like crazy and you've got to have enough food for yeah, everyone yeah. who's coming around yeah, enough food for your neighbours enough food for your cousins uncles aunties everybody yeah. but then you look Man at like, the how, they, how they then brand and market for Christmas yeah, or even Easter and that's a month Easter is a, yeah. a day a weekend yeah. Easter's a weekend yeah, yeah. and you've got this thing where there's a whole month where you could be pushing hard and you know well, I mean we did a survey recently and Asians are more inclined or not Asians sorry Muslims why do I say Asians because I am Asian uh, mm. <laughs> Muslims are more inclined to go and spend at, with a a brand or a company that recognises them or recognises what they're doing during the month of Ramadan yeah so that's where I see opportunities missed in Islamic branding and I see the that's Islamic from, marketing Islamic marketing but Islamic but that's, that's marketing to Muslims it's not even Islamic there's nothing Islamic about it mm. it's marketing to Muslims but then there's a way you have to understand how to market to Muslims yeah because like that's completely like different. for example I take the argument of the BBC or yeah. when they want to try to appeal to Asian and I'm going Asian, to Asian yeah, yeah, yeah. Asians yeah Bollywood Muslim <laughs> right 
all they do yeah. is they have some Bollywood dancers yeah. or Gary Lineker with yeah, yeah. some Bollywood I mean, music. Right? I mean, BBC is the best example of prejudice and, and bad representation yeah. and everything else. It's the be- best example you can have. Yeah. No, but I think, and even if you look at, like you say, Islamic marketing or Islamic brand, they, the easiest way they see to do it is do some Arabic style letters yeah. and then just take a word. Whereas I think the, the, especially the younger Muslim generation now are so much, so cleverer and so you can be a lot freer yeah. with and braver with what you're trying to do with them in the way that you can communicate with them but i think it's i don't know bro i don't pity you because there's a lot of things where you can just you can get it so wrong yeah you, well they do get it wrong every single year why tesco's get it wrong every single why? year because they don't want to invest they don't want to put what any do effort they get wrong well, exactly what you they've said, got right? Sign. No, they've got a sign up, bro. It says Ramadan Kareem. I walk in there. There's a beautiful sign. There's a huge pallet of dates there. Yeah. Bismillah, bro. They're normally £4. They're £2.99. Yeah. <laughs> what are they happy, getting wrong? <laughs> happy days, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's only... Well, it's only... Um, what they're getting wrong is they're not building loyalty, firstly. They're not building any love for their brand amongst the Muslim community. Right. They're not building... Um, anything of substance other than a little price war that happens between three contenders mm. um, and even that price war is on limited things directly yeah, di- yeah <laughs> pretty much right dates, dates, and, uh, dates rose and oil water. I think or, uh, rose and rose water I think that's it that's that rose fun. syrup yeah, yeah right yeah. so what do they call it in Urdu um, bro don't don't, don't know start what they call it. don't well, start it will, it will come it will come about in, it will come in my head um, so they're gonna that's what they're fighting over it's absolutely nothing and then they're hoping to upsell and all other stuff that's normal right so i'm just going to get my dates so they just kind of it's a really lazy attempt at attracting muslims and it's a really lazy attempt at acknowledging that this is a muslim community because they're not going to do it in a place where you know there's no muslims they only do it in muslim communities so it's a super lazy attempt Mm. it builds no loyalty it creates a price war on stuff that most people are going to go to their corner shop and get Okay, anyway. but then what could they do to for the Islamic branding, for example? What's what would be okay. right? Yeah, what would be right? That. Yeah, what would, what could Tesco, Sainsbury's, whatever, whatever? What could they do right? You said everything they do wrong. Yeah. So if come a br- on okay, so come if, on then, come on in, come on, Mister Creative right. Director. If you are if you are Tesco's and you're listening to this, right? Hit me well, up. There is someone in Arkansas listening. Yeah, yeah, someone yeah. in, in Hessage, <laughs> yeah, Germany, who's listening. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Right. So if you if you were to be Tesco's. And you want to build some sort of loyalty with your customers, right. a specific demographic, then you should be pushing out certain values that you have as a brand. Okay. And they don't have to be specifically saying Islamic values. They have to be values that appeal to Muslims right now. And that's not just saving money. So as a company, if you're pushing out certain values and brands, uh, certain brand values, you are naturally attracting Muslims. You're giving people a reason to come and shop with you above everybody else. Mm. Like I like to shop at Tesco's because of X, Y, and Z. Right. They do X, Y, and Z. And then when Ramadan comes around, you don't have to make... I'm not saying you make more of an effort. Well, I think right? you should. You should, but I'm not saying you have to make more of an effort. You just have to have a better engagement and understanding that not all Muslims are um, interested in the green pattern that the, that you put out. Um, not all Muslims are interested in those bog standard dates that you have. Uh, you create some sort of you know variety in mm. in your store. 
create some sort of awareness in your store um, use it as a form of education in your store because you've got a store now where people in for example Leytonstone yeah when you walk in you've just got that one row shelf and you've got a little sign that says Ramadan Kareem yeah right tiny sign there's loads of Muslims in that store it's a perfect opportunity for Tesco's to turn around and go Make a little bit more of a song and dance about yeah, it. Yeah, I believe right. they should go all out. The same Going, way you've got stuff up everywhere for Easter, the same way you've got yeah. stuff up everywhere for Christmas. It should be for the whole month of Ramadan, because, a countdown even to Eid or something. Yeah, you know, because what it does is it becomes more inclusive. Yeah, right. And it doesn't. Only, if I'm going to go and shop somewhere, and I could go Sainsbury's where they've maybe got one Ramadan cream sign up or nothing, or I can go Tesco where you walk in and the whole thing's like buzzing with what we're doing. You know, I, I fast every year. And I said, right, eat every year. And I'd love it. I'd rather go and shop somewhere. And I yeah. believe most Muslims would go and shop somewhere where that's been acknowledged. Yeah, where it's been acknowledged. Yeah. Absolutely. Like and like you see with Pride at the moment, with Pride Month, why all these brands are now displaying stuff, the rainbow flag and rainbow colours, because it's an acknowledgement. And that's what we're after, really, isn't it? Acknowledgement. Yes. And so when you go, when you go to Tesco's and you see Easter... The assumption is that yeah, Muslims don't celebrate Easter, so they're not going to buy any Easter eggs. That's not true. We don't celebrate Easter, but we buy Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. We love those chocolate eggs. Yeah, right. They're cheap. Muslims don't. Yeah, Muslims <laughs> don't. Yeah, Muslims don't celebrate Christmas, but we partake in getting the family together. You just missed my joke. What Easter? Cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh, Funny. Yeah. No, that's a bird. Cheap. Yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, scrap it. It fell flat. Alright, cool. Uh, Muslims don't participate in Christmas, as in we don't. So we don't celebrate Christmas, but we participate in Christmas yeah. because that's the time when everybody gets to, to, an well, opportunity. It's a wonderful to holiday, isn't it? Exactly. So everyone gets right? time off work. Families so, always congregate and come together. Exactly. Everyone's off. So, and we have an Easter a dinner. So we so we don't ignore as a community. We don't ignore those celebrations because yeah. we partake in them in the in some form. Mm. We don't say okay, we celebrate them, but we partake in them yeah. in that we will go and buy. We'll take benefit from it. So we take benefit from, we take benefit from the sales that happen, we take benefit from Easter, but the entire community at large don't get to benefit from Ramadan. Yeah, and we've got two eats. Yeah, and we got two eats. <laughs> the other eats completely ignored. Eats. Complete. Forget that. The three million people that gather, that get, that gets ignored completely. Yeah, Hajj. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, Mecca pilgrimage. Yeah, pilgrimage. That's pilgrimage. the second one. So they don't they don't get any. And even that is still. Like you say, it's not just food, clothes. Yeah. Clothes are a massive thing because it's, it's encouraged that we wear new but clothes the rest of the nice community, on, on Eid. Yeah, but the rest of the community, whether you're Christian, Jewish, Hindu, whatever you yeah. are, right? The whole community at large does not get to benefit from Ramadan at all. Ramadan is completely yeah. ignored. I, bro, I agree. Right? So, like, yeah. I, I find it mad that a company like JD's don't, don't, don't advertise or do some marketing yeah. For uh, Eid because yeah. Eid is a madness for crepes. Yeah, all the kids want some. But then there's a the flip side of it. They're gonna buy them anyway, isn't it? So why should we bother celebrating? Because you're more inclined. Okay, so That's if you go and side. there's JD Sports and there's uh, what's mm. the other one called? Not, um, <laughs> At the moment, it's just JD Sports. No, no, but you know, Foot Locker. Foot Locker. That's the foot one. Foot Asylum. For Foot Asylum. Yeah. And okay, so out of the three, Foot Asylum, <clears> it's got Eid Mubarak. Get your Eid crepes here and got some special Eid discount. Where would you guys honestly speaking? Yeah, and you don't even have to. You don't even have to offer a discount. No, no, I'm just saying. That's for example, no discount. I'm just saying it's yeah. acknowledged. It's recognised. Yeah. You're like, damn. Of course, you're gonna go. These there. guys are marketing for Eid, bro. Yeah. 
Of course you're going to go there. You don't have to offer a discount. No, but, but it's nice if you do. Yeah, obviously it's nice <laughs> if you do. We love a discount, bro. Everybody loves a discount. Uh, don't all our clients love a discount, yeah, everyone bro? Everyone loves a discount. But yeah, that's... Every, everybody goes. Yeah. Everybody will naturally go towards there. Yeah. And it gives people an opportunity to benefit. It gives the entire community, everybody in that shopping center, everybody in that area to benefit from a celebration, which be- makes the whole thing more inclusive. So there's a response. There's a responsibility that every single business has to celebrating Eid. There's a resp- mm. if you if you've got a Muslim community, you should have that responsibility because it business is a great way of getting people to connect with each other. Where you buy stuff, where you get stuff, where you talk about business, have got a role to play in that, but they yeah. don't play that role. And they don't because they don't understand Islamic branding and marketing. That's what I was gonna say. That maybe it, I, I'm not sure if it's if it's kind of largely ignored because a they understand. don't understand it, or no. b that they just don't see the value in that market size. And they but they must like so especially these big brands. The big brands must know how big how strong the Muslim pound is, or or just you know, know. Muslim spending. How, how loyal the Muslim consumer is. Maybe it's just either they don't know how to target it or the, the other problem could be, you know, like especially like here in the UK, country like France, the backlash that some companies get, like some, you know, some fast food chains, they'll make a store halal hmm. because the large demographic in that area is Muslim. Hmm. But then they get a huge backlash in the press. They get local people turn around and say, well, we're not going to eat at Subway because you've just made that store halal. Not yeah, that's, I mean, that's food. That's different. In, in my opinion because yeah. because halal food there are people Food's that very say, important though to Muslim community yeah but if, if you if it's like halal restaurant and it wasn't halal before and now it's halal and they have they don't like the way the animal is killed they don't mm. they want it to be stunned first yeah. so on and so forth I get that you have your choice on that right and a business can make its decision on that but when you've got we aren't the sum of just a, what we eat it's a business led decision isn't it it's not a preference well how do you prefer your meat killed is if 70% of this area is Muslim and I've got a food shop there yeah it's a no-brainer to tell me stick halal meat in there yeah I'm going to increase myself no, of course I agree right? but and, I'd understand if they didn't yeah right if uh, they decided not, not as to a business, as a business decision I couldn't understand it I, I, if they were doing okay before so if you're in an area where 80% of the people are Muslim majority of those only at halal and you have a food No, you're not understanding. Shop. I'm saying that I understand if they didn't do it. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. No, but that's what that's I'm saying. Very I different. can't understand if you yeah, wouldn't but, do it. Yeah, Because if, if we went there and we met with them and we were consulting with them, yeah. the first thing we would say is, bro, why aren't you selling halal meat? Like, just not because we're Muslim, but it's a no-brainer. You've got 80%. Okay, let's say of that 80%, 50% eat strictly halal. Because his yeah. values turn around and say, well, I don't believe in halal meat being correct. True. So if it's understand. not aligned with yeah. his values, so, then fair yeah. enough. So then I'd understand it. It's yeah. absolutely fine. If you don't want to do that, absolutely fine. Yeah. Because meat is a very specific. Of course. It's a very specific thing, and people have such varying opinions on it. So if you don't want to do it as a business, no, of course. I was just looking purely yeah. as a as a looking at the as a pennies. money maker. Yeah, as a money maker. As a money maker, you should always go halal. If you're, if, don't forget, bro. That's I my mean, job. If you're in, my job isn't to look at the beauty and stuff and to work out this. Yeah, you creative. tell you tell everybody what your job is. <laughs> I'm still I'm still trying to work that one out, sunshine. <laughs> I'm gonna slap you after this podcast. I'm, I'm gonna trying, slap trying to work you, what your bro. Job is, bro. Don't worry, next podcast, bro. Don't worry. We, me and you, we ain't gonna meet for the week, so we will have some catching up to do. You and your um, little jibs and your jibs. 
Mr. Creative. Oh, um, I create beautiful Yeah, you know, as designers, I tell you what, every designer does this, right? Every designer I've ever met. You don't met, value the sales. Huh? No, no, not that we don't value the sales. We just don't believe that people work as hard as us. Oh, my God. It's true. Oh, my It's true. And it's a wrong thing to think, but every designer that sits there for eight to 12 hours, right, trying to work stuff out, and then somebody comes along and says, Oh, get that circle, make that circle, put it together. You're like, you know what? I, I refuse. What I do, do you do? I do not say that, bro. I what do not do you say do? put two circles together. What do you do? My input is always, it's anyway, always more valuable. Uh, anyway, than that. Back to the topic, yeah. So, yeah, for Islamic branding, is what companies should be doing is they should be engaging with Muslims. I always tell you, you shouldn't do it like that. You should do it like that. Yeah, well, there you go, isn't it? That's Harry Enfield, isn't it? You don't want to do it. You know, there's people that probably listen to this game. You know what? Yeah, that is exactly Ness. You don't want to do it like that. You want to do it like that. What are those listeners out in Germany, Hesse? <laughs> no, the ones in Wolfenstein that know you really well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, about that, bro. Um, so Islamic branding, back to the topic. Yeah. Islamic branding is companies get it wrong because they don't engage. And you don't need to be, you don't need to just stick a, a hijab on, a hijabi on yeah. to attract Muslims because that really is just the laziest thing you could possibly no, do. No, because don't forget, there's some products where really you shouldn't be, like makeup, for example. Yeah. The makeup shouldn't really be, be what? Mark, like, well, in Islam, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's. Permitted largely, is it? They're not meant yeah, to. There's different, there's different opinions on it. There's yeah. such a huge. Because we live in the real world, yeah? yeah. Women love their makeup. Yeah. And guys started wearing makeup and concealer. And I, 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 so I've heard some guys. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to leave those topics for the sheikh and the ulama. So, some guys. <laughs> some, yeah, that's some for guys, them to yeah. deal with. Bro, there's days, man. My skin looks a bit haggard, bruv, and I li- use a bit of uh, concealer and stuff. I ain't. I ain't I'm not going to lie. Yeah, when I go to my awards over. parties and stuff, and I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna be on stage getting a photo taken, bro. I, I am. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I need to I'm look even good, commenting bro. On that. <laughs> so you just leave me to my concealer. I didn't, I didn't even say anything. You are the one right. unfolding it, yourself. Right, right leave now. me, leave me. Leave right, I'm leaving you. Leave leave continue leave back to your topic, so, bro. Things like makeup, yes, yeah, it's, it's still marketed very successfully. A lot of brands. Yep. big brands even small brands newbies that are coming in there's yep. some newbies that come out and they go you know what they've seen the market so they come out with a pure halal range of cosmetics yeah yeah where it's not been tested on animals it's yeah. not got any of this uh, ingredients which may be non-halal um, and they do massively well yeah they do they do indeed yeah why why would that be a problem you you've just really thrown me there i don't know what you were doing but i had a point and you i didn't do anything i just did something you just waved your bottle around and just looked somewhere else you just threw i'm listening to you i'm listening no i'm saying so then understanding the principles of islamic branding or or even and islamic marketing yeah it even if a product product shouldn't work in islam or isn't permissible understanding it can build you a huge following within the muslim community and can make your product hugely successful is it is it are you saying i'm trying to understand it right i'm trying to understand i I think i've confused myself no i'm trying to understand your point you might not have or maybe i'm just i'm not very i'm not very bright anyway but are you saying that products that aren't specifically halal yes can still be successful in a muslim market but not to say that they are haram yes okay yeah, of course they can. 
I'm going to but take if, that as well. Okay. I, said. I think that was the point I was trying to yeah, make. Yeah. But so, um, I didn't make so you use wrong. makeup, right? Because makeup has differing opinions. Some yeah. people say it's haram. Of course. You shouldn't wear makeup. Yeah. And some people say it's permissible as yeah. long as it's for particular reasons, so on and yeah. so forth. So that takes something which has a stigma on it. Mm-hmm. But because it's kind of, I'm just going to say, the, I'm just going to say makru, right? Okay. Because I, I don't know. What does that mean? It means you don't get any reward for it, you don't get any punishment for it. It's, okay. it's like it's in and the halal gray is area. permissible, and haram is, is forbidden. Im- is impermissible, yeah. Right, right. Cool. So, uh, so it's taking something like that where there is some legislation to say you shouldn't do it, but there is some legislation to say it's okay to do it. Not that you should do it, but it's okay to do it. Um, and then you make that successful, so just which quickly, is a fair point. Yeah, that's cool. I just want to ask you on the design side of yeah, Islamic branding. Do you design any different? Do you, you, any no. creative director, no, designer? Design. No, you don't design anything. You don't design any different? No, I don't know what that means. Like, how would you design differently? You, you would design to your demographic. Do you design with an Arabic font? Do I design with an Arabic font? Yeah. If it warrants it. <laughs> I just thought that's what all the supermarkets do, and that's where I see. They just yeah, but that's them, Arabic isn't it? font on there. And no, but they don't even use an Arabic font. What they use? They just write Ramadan Kareem in English in in Times New Roman or I in thought Helvetica. they wrote in Arabic underneath as well. I'm sure I've seen it. No, that might just be the halal sign. That <laughs> 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 might just be the halal written in the corner. To, to I know how halal. to read Arabic. Yeah, all right. <laughs> don't yeah, but you I, out me. <laughs> yeah, they might they might just write you know Ramadan Kareem or something or Mubarak or something like that. Right? Anything yeah, that. they might do, but it's just in any old any old font that they can find. Oh, probably okay. like the time, probably like the aerial in Arabic that they've got an Illustrator. Uh, something. Nothing. But you don't design any effort. different. You just design for your demographic. But that's what I'm saying. When designing for a Muslim demographic, is it any different to any other? I don't know. I mean, do Gucci design their design their marketing in in any other way other than the way Gucci market? I like Gucci. Because it's about their brand. It's about their brand and their language. It goes back to what I was saying before. Is All you're doing is you're highlighting a part. If your brand has a particular way of looking, mm. it looks the way it looks. Yeah. And it, it has the voice that it has and it has a persona that it has. So when you're going towards marketing towards Muslims, yeah. you might, if, it, if it's an Arabic speaking community, you're, gonna, you're not going to use English because they'll be lost. So okay. you're going to use Arabic. Yeah, of course. If you're, if you're in the UK, you can market towards Muslims in in your brand all you have to do is say what you need to say is what you say if you say things in a way that are appealing towards muslims right for that particular product in that particular segment what do you mean appealing towards muslims i think that needs a little bit of yeah it's what you say that's appealing to muslims that's highlighting okay like you said earlier a really good example what um what nando's did years and years ago Nando's put out for um, for Ramadan a little uh, video. You can probably Google it. Google like the Ramadan Ramadan Nando's um, video. Okay. So they had a guy there, and he's just he looks really dumbfounded. Yeah. He's looking at the sky. He's just looking. So the camera's. Oh, actually, I know the one. You remember the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then it goes. It turns around and you can see the sun setting. Yeah. And he's just holding a piece of chicken, right? Waiting to bite, Waiting into, to bite into it. And then it says Ramadan Kareem. Yeah. Right? But it says Ramadan Kareem in the Nando's font. They haven't used anything different. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't have to do anything different. It's just what you say and how you say it. 
to but appeal to Muslims. understanding of how a lot of Muslims are <laughs> when the fast is opening, they yeah. just waiting. Yeah, exactly. And that that went out in Dubai mainly because yeah. they were there. They understand the people that did it understood the demographic. They yeah, understand yeah. the language they need to use. The and loads of people have copied that Nando's advert. You know that? I don't know. I've, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. that. Is it loads of people? Yeah, have most probably because it's a brilliant advert, yeah. right? Oh, God knows how it's probably at 10, 15 years old. Yeah, God yeah. knows. It's old. Um, yeah, it's really old. So. They've done it really well, brilliantly, in fact, because they haven't changed anything about Nando's. All they've done is just understood that these guys are fasting and they're waiting fasting. for sunset. And, and one of the habits they that they have is waiting for sunset. Mm. And we're just going to put some chicken out there and we're going to use the right words in English. They didn't write in Arabic, they wrote it in English. Right. Right. And, and it appeals and it works. So they've kind of understood their market a little bit. So that's kind of how you do it. You don't need to design differently. Yeah. You don't need to all of a sudden have an Arabic version and do Arabic prints like Tesco's do. It really annoys me. Yeah, that's a lazy... And that, that's insulting. Lazy. It is really insulting. That's yeah. proper insulting when they yeah. write the Ramadan cream in the arabic font. Fo- yeah. That's what I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's when I see it, that Ramadan <clears throat> cream or Eid Mubarak, it's always... It's not It's not written like Tesco font. It's not written, like you say, like in Nando's font, for Nando. It's written in the Arabic It's separate English. from Tesco. What is that font called? Which I, I don't know what it's called. They've got you know there's a, when you write English and it comes out looking like Arabic yeah, yeah, yeah. font? Yeah, there's loads of different ones. Oh, okay. But it's like they've separated Sorry, it from Tesco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, know. clearly. <laughs> uh, they've separated themselves from, yeah. from, that, from that part of their brand. So when you look at it, you don't think Tesco's. You think Ramadan Kareem has got nothing to do with Tesco's. It has none of the values of Tesco's. It has none of the colorings of Tesco's. It has none of, none of the voice, the tone, the persona. Nothing. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? When you like see Tesco's. those things, because it's like yeah. they've just got a random one from a printer's. Complete, yeah, just... it's completely detached from their brand. Yeah. Which, like you said, is super insulting yeah. because it's like the company just wants to detach itself from, well, it's not, it's, from it's, the Muslims. It, it, I don't know. It's, I think it's insulting because it's super lazy. Like, you know they've gone to no effort is literally is they've two hooks their own brand. and they've just chucked it on there yeah. and it might be a generic thing that they've just joke. got from somewhere yeah it's a joke and, you know and it's just super as the, lazy as they do the same um morrison's do the same right they all do the same um john lewis does the same they all everybody that yeah. tries to deal with it separates themselves from their brand and they create an islamic version of it or a ramadan version of it not an islamic and it's completely separate from their brand. It's separate from their values. It's separate from their tone. Separate from their voice, their persona. Everything to do with their brand is completely detached from anything that they do that involves Muslims. See, and that's really dangerous as well because it's like you're saying that the main brand isn't for you guys. So, yeah, you know, come exactly to us and this, this is the kind of part that's for you, yeah. right? And you're speaking to them like there's something else. Yeah. So like the main John Lewis or the yeah. main, oh, sorry, I, I don't want to use any brand names, but the main part of our brand. Our Too company, late, we've already used it. It's not really for you. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Come on this day and yeah. there's this little section for you. Exactly. And the rest is for everyone else. The others. Exactly. That's exactly it. It's exclusion. God goes, damn it, I'm never shopping at John Lewis again. No, I love sales. Yeah, not, John Lewis do some mad sales. Yeah, not just John Lewis. <laughs> it's John Lewis. It's anybody that ever tries it. For some reason, they always detach themselves. But I do love John Lewis. Yeah, you might do. And you can have a whole podcast on John Lewis <laughs> if you really want. You want to go on a John Lewis rant? Go for it. I don't like Nando's. 
Yeah, but you just don't like Nando's. No, everybody likes Nando's. I don't I'm like Nando's. So? Huh? <laughs> I don't like Nando's either. I'm with you. I bloody hate Nando's. I thought it was a rule that everyone had no, to love yeah, Nando's, every... especially if you're Asian. Oh, you have man, to love I Nando's. Nando's bro. I can't stand Nando's. Yeah, no, I don't like Nando's. I like their brand. But I just don't like going to Nando's. I don't see the point in Nando's. Okay. Personally. Chicken, bro. Yeah, chicken. Yeah, I know. You know how haters. I can't believe you don't like Lando's. Nando's. Lando's. Yeah. Don't believe you like, like Nando's. But they got the Islamic branding, right? Yeah, they have. Yeah. They've, yeah. they've got their market, and so every Muslim goes Islamic to Nando's. Islamic branding sounds quite complicated, bro. It's not. It's really simple. Really? It's super simple. That's cool. Glad really you know. Yeah, well easy. I get it. I think I just have difficulty I think people will communicating get it. it. But it's I think it's the same thing with brand as well. It's 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 that difficulty to. To people that just don't get it, it's very difficult to communicate it across to yeah. exactly what it is because they want you to, to show them in a physical form. Well, what is it? The best way to do it, right, is to look at a person's company right, and extract all of the things about the company that would fit into an, into a Muslim's mindset. Oh, is this Islamic branding? Yeah, Islamic okay, branding. Sorry, That's yeah. the best way to understand it. Is if, if you've got a company, if you are Nike... Yeah. And they did that pathetic thing with the hijab. Really annoyed me. But anyway. You didn't like that at no, all, did you? No, because it was lazy it again. Really? Ro- yeah. I think that's it's just where it gets to it. Yeah. It's is when lazy. you see there's minimal mm-hmm. effort gone in. Like yeah. you go to all this effort for this, this demographic over here. Yeah. Right. And you make a big song and dance about it. Like we're super inclusive and we really respect you guys. And we really think about you. And, you know, we want to be recognize a voice for you guys yeah. but you muslims um, no. chuck chuck a hijab on her right and put it in there i don't worry about anything else it doesn't matter if it's in line with islam if it's not if it's this or yeah. if it has any islamic values at all just chuck a hijab on her that'll do yeah yeah like you want to appeal to muslims you know what just go and find a beardy guy right <laughs> no beardy guy doesn't matter anymore because we're you, muslim say, you men, say it doesn't matter but no. i'm saying that when Muslim, someone wants to try to do something like an advert, they, they will put, just get. They won't put. Yeah, they won't put a bearded Muslim on there. Yeah. No, they won't. Yeah, bro. It would be no. There's no I advert. See it on no, it would be. It would be. A, next time I see it, I'll take a photo. Take of a photo. But majority of it, I would say ninety nine point nine percent of it, they'll put a Muslim woman, a, a Muslim, a Muslim looking woman. The Muslim dating job. apps. That's what I said. Oh yeah, but that's Muslim dating app. That's different. That's specifically people on Muslim dating apps. Are people like me. Right? Yeah, but that's different, isn't it? We're kind of, we're talking about so the people generality. Like me, but Muslim they dating show apps, a proper. Yeah, but Muslim dating apps are owned by Muslims, generally speaking. Generally speaking, it's a Muslim dating app owned by Muslims by Muslims for. Muslims. But you know the, the, the non. Oh, you don't know really because you you're lucky enough not to be in that world because you're still happily married. Um, but there, there's, there's non-Muslim apps that also do Muslim dating as well. Yeah, and the way yeah. that they also uh, market it and brand that side yeah. of it is. Beardy man's, yeah. Beardy man's. I tell you why. <laughs> I tell you why. Right. In they my should opinion, just get me super good. No, because you. Super what, don't, go on. Go on. What was that? But you. People go like on. you. Say people it. that look like you. Right. Don't necessarily look exactly <laughs> like a Muslim looks. So if I was to see you, I might think Italian. I might think. But isn't uh, that a stereotype? No, it's not stereotype. No, you're just trying to have your dick hair. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is not. Don't go on a tangent. Just stay focused. Come on then. Stay focused. All right, I'm here with you. I'm with you, bro. Yeah, you don't specifically have the typical long beard that identifies you as a Muslim. You don't wear your trousers above the ankles that identifies you as a Muslim, even though nowadays that matter. You don't have the the skull cap on that defines you as a defines you as a Muslim. You don't wear a thobe. 
that would also be a distinguishing factor to define you as a Muslim. You are in every way, shape or form, and this applies to me as well. Mm. Every shape, every way, shape or form, you are not, you are not visually definable on a poster as a Muslim. Yeah, but most Muslims unless, are not yeah, out there. Yeah, but exactly. Unless you are sat next to a hijabi woman. Do you see? So if it's just a if it's a man out there and it's just got to be a man, yeah, he has to look of very apparently as a Muslim in order for you to be able to define him as a Muslim, which is why they don't tend to use Muslim men when they're trying to define Muslim because the hijab is an easier, lazier, much more um, acceptable, so to speak, mm. way of doing it because the impression of a Muslim man is terrorist. Yeah, you got a beard, you got a thing on your yeah, head, yeah. right? You're either a terrorist or you're some sort of a dodgy Arab, right? Yeah. So that's how they're going to view you as. So they don't use men. Our we as men are not appealing to the rest of the world because our brand as Muslim men has been tarnished by what you see on the news. Oh, of course. And that's what I was saying earlier on that yeah. maybe that's why brands steer clear of doing any kind of Islamic so branding because it's like, oh, hold on a minute. We're yeah. going to be look like we're appealing to terrorists. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is why they won't use you. Right. But they will use a hijabi who's got makeup on. They will have the particular style of hijab on. But they won't use a hijabi that has, you know, like the Iranian hijabs, which are, mashallah, really nice, pure black. And it's it's just black. I, I can't think so. The Iranians uh, wear hijab in a particular way, which okay. is nice, right? And and people in the Middle East, um, like you go to the Emirates and stuff, they wear hijab in a particular way. But they would rather use a hijabi that is a little bit more modern and everything else as well, because it's more acceptable for whatever reason. So they'll use that as a lazy way of kind of saying, okay, use that. Because it's got not just appeal to us, which yeah. tells us that this is not designed specifically for us. This is designed to appease us. So you see a hijabi and you say, oh yeah, cool, hijabi, yay, little thumbs up. That's what they designed for. Okay. They don't design to change the perception of Muslims. Of course it is. Because they're not interested in, that's not their job. Because that's the thing. This Me goes on to as such being a massive the, the topic. type of person that I am, <clears throat> I look at that stuff and I think, well, it's not for me. That's for the, and I, I hate saying this, that's yeah. for like the super religious. The religious yeah? lot, yeah. The, like, yeah. I could, I'm religious, but I know I'm, I'm not, religious like super i don't know it's hard to define <laughs> yeah right? it's hard to define because but i know what i am i'm i would consider my, you know like what the term is moderate yeah so like i don't I, even know what that means okay yeah. i'll explain it to you like the way i understand it and people i know understand it is we know we're muslim we pray occasionally we do do we do observe uh, the month of ramadan and eid and the religion is very important to us but I don't have the long beard. I don't walk, like you say, I don't yeah. walk around the thobe and I don't do that yeah. stuff. And, you know, I still chill out and hang out and stuff. And I know I should be doing more, but I don't at the moment. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. You're not so, fully practicing. Yeah. So when I see that stuff, I see it as like, oh, that's for those, those proper brothers. Yeah. Those, those proper Muslims that are full on their deen and full practicing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's not really targeted to the likes of me. Yeah. So it's going to be a super halal product. Yeah. Yeah. That they're appealing to yeah not for someone like me yeah but that's where you need to have conversations with those muslim companies that do that right 
Yeah, really. it's supposed because, to work both ways yeah, as well, doesn't it? Exactly. It's not just the ones not targeting the Muslim market, it's the ones that are targeting them. Getting that wrong. That You're kind of getting that wrong. Yes. Yeah. Nowadays, if or you maybe, Yeah, maybe not even getting that wrong. Maybe, yeah, getting it wrong. Yeah, I'd, I'd go say with getting that. it wrong. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. Or not getting it wrong, but just not getting well, it wrong. Well, because the larger right. demographic of Muslims are in. Are more like me. Are more like you. I'd say. And more like me. I think. Yeah, I'd say so. I think. Yeah. I think that makes sense. To say. That's fair to say. That's yeah, that fair the, to say. It's the larger demographic. But then there's also then, then there's this, then there's the other thing that majority of Muslims will probably want to be more like, more practicing, generally speaking. If you're looking at a dating app, majority of Muslims will think, say to themselves, oh, I, I would like to be a bit more practicing or I would like to be more, a better Muslim as a generality. So then when they see that, they think, okay, well, yeah. that's me ascribing to that mm. betterness. So, trying to make excuses for my brothers. Yeah, of but, and for me. Yeah, yeah, for you. But maybe but most people want to try and, and emulate towards being that particular type maybe, of maybe, maybe, or like you but say, maybe, maybe it's a lazy way. Maybe and it's the easy way. But that's where you try and, that's where you have to try and work out when you're marketing, how you're marketing. Cool. And it doesn't matter how you go. But Islamic branding is complicated, but it's super simple. <laughs> That's such a beautiful way to finish it. Islamic branding is complicated, but it's super simple. It, is. it really is. It's complicated for those that don't know, but it's super simple. If yeah, you, it's like look, anything, isn't it? If you yeah. know, you know. If you don't know, it can be complicated, but it, it. I don't think it's super complicated. I think it just takes a little bit of time into understanding. Islamic branding, Islamic branding, would split them in two. Right. Islamic branding, Islamic yeah. marketing. Yes. Islamic branding is all about being ethical. Okay. That's ultimately what it's about. Right. That if you've got any good ethical things in your company that you believe in, highlight those and those will naturally appeal to Muslims by right. nature. Because okay. Islam is ethically and socially led. It doesn't matter where you are, anti-racism, you know, um, anti-oppression, yeah. fighting for the justice of people. Um, equality. Equality for women, for men. Yeah. Um, creation of a welfare state it's science led it's, it's knowledge led it's it's about humanity yeah so it's exactly so if you can highlight any of that within your company you believe yeah. in that bring that at the forefront of what you're of what you're saying to muslims then that will work really well right. so that's the brand so that's, that's the, the branding, branding side of it yeah marketing side of it is even easier yeah. take what you know there yeah on all the benefits of who you are as a company right and then market those benefits out to Muslims in a language that they will understand, a kind, caring, soft voice, um, a voice that is leaning towards your the benefits of being ethical. I just say understand what the periods are all about, the holiday periods and Oh yeah, that's when it comes down to yeah. Ram, that's when it comes down to Ramadan. But you know, we're not a one month um, No, of course we're not, not one month. But that's faith. how you build a following and build some loyalty and then that. you can run it through for the month because every yeah. every like and I know I keep going on about supermarkets but they've got their halal sections yeah. right for example so highlighting that when you've got a, a Muslim following they're more inclined to come and shop with you same with clothing brands if you figure out well I can wear this and I can wear that or this just the fact that you know that at those times of year when it's really important for us like you know they don't have Christmas all year round mm. but a shop that really celebrates Christmas and goes all out and bells and whistles and flags People know, well, at least they acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what would be really, really good? What? If businesses... You got me. What? If brands like, did this. Oh, God. Yeah, really, really good. What's that? Is if Ramadan is what it is, yeah. do a build-up to it. Do a build-up to Ramadan. 
Yeah. Because that part is, su- it, again, is super neglected. Ramadan starts, then it comes on the shelf. There's no build up yeah. to it. If you could do marketing build ups, you build so much loyalty, you build so much affiliation to your brand and love for your brand because of that build up. Mm. They've acknowledged us, they've seen us. It's not yeah, just yeah. in the month, it's the build up to it, like we see with Christmas, like we see with Easter. Yeah, of course. Right? Just do the build up. Get the get the build up going. That's get the such momentum. A sick going. idea, bro. I know. You just gave that it's away for like, free. What's wrong with you? What can I say, bro? What's, What's wrong with you, Islamic, boy? It's my Islamic brand, isn't it? But that was that was. Uh, but that's how you do it. That was good. That was good. Thank you, bro. Sorry, right, I man. think I learned a lot from you. I've learned a lot from you as well. Thank you, master. Master Imi. <laughs> you did the whole fist thing as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank fist you, in, master Imi. The fist in power. <laughs> I'm gonna come outside after this podcast. And go. Imi, teach me, teach me the ways of the Islamic brand. <laughs> just, just Islam and, and Muslims is so simple. It's just overly complicated for people. Because just don't take time to learn. Well, understand. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. And now, thank us. you for bringing up the topic, young no, Nas. No, Young Nas. Considering you chose it last week. But hey, ho, <laughs> there you go. Okay, so next week's topic, I'm going to choose again. No, but this next week's topic, next week's one you have to choose. Next week, I'm going to talk about Marvel and DC. Oh, bro, <laughs> you, you're not ready for I'm that. I'm going to talk about you little, Superman. You little fake versus... Marvel wannabe. Oh, we know superheroes, Marvel's the bet, right? You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. If you don't believe DC all the way, bro, then you know nothing. <laughs> you know, you know, in the words of Conor McGregor, you know nothing. You know nothing, you little fake fan. Go away, you know nothing about. <laughs> in, the, in the words of our brother Khabib, talk now. <laughs> talk now. <laughs> Listen, that's for another day. But we'll cool. talk about um, <clears throat> what we're going to talk about. You know what? We'll find out what we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, next week. We'll, we'll probably talk about either brand versus mar- branding versus marketing or do we need brand anymore? Is brand dead? That's it. It's marketing the new branding. Yeah. Bro, you're not yeah. ready for that. I think branding's dead. <laughs> <laughs> we just spent a whole episode on branding, bro. I know. I know. It's, it's a topic, episodes, isn't it, bro? Two it's, of branding. It's, a, it's a conversation. We'll close our business having. down tomorrow. We're just talking <laughs> about dead. stuff. Huh? Branding's dead. Closing our business <laughs> yeah. down tomorrow. What happened, guys? Where's my stuff? Branding's dead, didn't you hear? <laughs> Brand, branding died. Nas just, Nas just killed branding. <laughs> It wasn't me. It's <laughs> all these other companies that are fake selling it. <laughs> exactly. I didn't kill anything, bro. It wasn't oh. me. In the words of Shaggy, it wasn't me. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Did you kill off the branding? It wasn't me. <laughs> Did you change to a marketing? It wasn't me. <laughs> anyway. So, thank everyone, Amy, please. Thanks, dudes. And dudettes. You're very sexist. No, I said the dudes dudettes. come first. These be ladies and gentlemen, you see. Segregation, isn't it? Girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages and races and ethnic faces. <laughs> we want you to come and join us. Hope <laughs> 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 Cyprus Hill in the Junta. <laughs> Bro, I think I've spent too long in a room with you. I think I'm slowly losing my mind. And I'm I getting think, hungry. I think I need to get out and start meeting some clients. Yeah, come and tell me, what is brand? Is go it my logo? Just do it. I love him. I love everyone. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Emmy. No, you got to change it. Up. No, no, no. You can't do the same one hey, again. And people again. love this. No, no. Nobody loves it. Emmy, Emmy, 
Nobody loves it. Super brand guy. I apologize to everybody. Huh? Apologize to everybody. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Catch you again next week.